A Most Wanted Man by John le Carré God is merciful, said Issa, after Melik had reluctantly sheltered him. Melik looked confused as he searched Issa's possessions and found $500. Perhaps he's a terrorist, he thought. I could be deported if he's discovered. Tommy Bruce sighed. It was tough being the thoroughly decent 60-year-old head of the family bank whose life was about to be turned upside down. I'm Annabel Richter, a lawyer for a charity for displaced persons, she said. We must discuss the Lipizzana account. I have a client in bad shape. The Hamburg Intelligence Unit became aware of Issa on his fourth day in the city. It's time for the big speech about how everything has changed in espionage since 9-11, said Gunter Bachmann. We can't ask lick religious nutters anymore. We've got to use some tradecraft and turn a jihadi. Annabel took Brew to meet Issa. So this is Colonel Karpov's son, he thought. I spit on my father, Issa said. He robbed the Chechens. I want to become a doctor. You've got to help him claim his money, Annabel insisted. If he's sent back to Russia, he'll die. Brew's mind was made up. Who cared if there were more holes in this story than the Berlin Wall? Narrative and morality were just shades of grey. He'd always been ashamed his father had sold out the bank to Russian gangsters, and the purity of Annabel's purpose offered him redemption. Besides, she had nice legs. You can hide out at my flat, said Annabel to Issa. Thank Allah, Melik muttered. Now he's off my hands, I can go to my sister's wedding in Turkey. Brew had a bad weekend, weighed down by the usual sexual humiliation inflicted on the Carrie's lonely leading men by their wives. Aha, said the mysterious Mr Lanton over lunch. I'm with MI6. Your father laundered money from Russian agents for us. Annabel was obsessed with Issa. He was the one she wanted to save. He was the one who would save her. He's an Islamic terrorist, Bachman said to Annabel. The only chance to save yourself and him is to help us turn him. Make him take the money. Brew thought of Annabel. Maybe she could love him. You've no chance, she snapped. And neither do you, Issa said. I'm a good Muslim boy. Bachman smiled when he saw Lantern. So MI6 were on to Issa as well. No matter. They could work together. But what was the CIA doing at this meeting? It was all about to go horribly wrong. The Yanks were nothing but trouble to liberal thriller writers. They didn't get moral ambivalence. We want Issa to give his money to Abdullah, the Muslim cleric, Bachman said. People think he's a moderate and 95% of what he does is good. But 5% is bad. We need to debate whether 5% is a bit bad or very bad. We're only going to work for you, said Annabel and Brew. If you promise to be nice to Issa, as he's a nice chap, really. Okay, said Issa. 
I will give my money to Abdullah, but only on condition that no one asks why I appeared to be hesitating as I only came to Hamburg in the first place to give my money to the Chechens. And if no one gets to find out if I really am a terrorist or not. Allah be praised, said Abdullah, pocketing the cheque for $12.5 million. I'll make sure the Chechens get a bit, some other Muslims get a lot, and a mysterious bank account in Cyprus gets 5%. Bachman rubbed his hands. At last, he was going to get a chance to turn a Muslim fundamentalist. Not so fast, yelled the Yanks. This is extraordinary rendition. We can't be asked with your Euro-pygmy softball. We're taking Abdullah and Issa. And Melik can forget coming back to Germany. That's all a bit previous, Backman said. If you always plan to kidnap them, why didn't you get on and do it 100 pages ago? What? the Yanks replied. And deny you the chance to go on and on about the complexities of modern terrorism? Hmm, said Annabelle and Brew. Life can be very diffy. The digested read digested. Principled uncertainties. <laughs>